Hello, everybody. Mike here. Guess what? Episode 228 is here, and we are going to talk some pop culture news tonight. We got, uh, we're got going to talk a little Endgame, see how close that is to taking over the top box office spot. We're going to talk X-Men Dark Phoenix. Oh, no, not so good of news there. Mech, uh, Men in Black International coming to theaters. We're going to talk a little bit. Jedi Fallen Order in the gameplay preview that we just got. And then in discussion tonight, the fifth element is up on the docket. All tonight on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Yes, I thought I thought you're you're going to run out of time. Oh yeah, on that intro, going too long. <laughs> you're pushing yeah. ten there, buddy. You, you oh, had like no. twenty seconds left of audio, and well, then you'd have been God. done. Whew. Yeah. So Whew. yeah, good I, thing I was you kissed the girl and then <laughs> shot a. That's right, man. Line out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah and she, oh, she yeah. say, you know, she saved the world, and yeah. it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Was she a cheerleader? It's. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe in a, maybe in a past, past life, life. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I hope audio is coming through okay because Corey really did a number on the studio. Yeah. He took off and then uh, said, "Yeah, have fun." Yeah. See ya. <laughs> I um just looked back to make sure I was recording. Um, <laughs> Let's hope so. Check. <laughs> Check. Hello. Uh, nope. I am no longer facing the computer. No, this is uh, new. Oh. This is crazy. Howie is at the table. Yeah, I'm. This act- is crazy. <laughs> they invited me to the table, guys. <laughs> oh wow! Or I the forced myself table? on the table. Uh, well, I don't know if you consider it a big kids table or not. Uh, <laughs> it's the fly casual table. Yeah, not really. Not usually the big kids table. Yeah. Make sure you cut up his potato so he doesn't choke on him. <laughs> <laughs> Although, of course, my- we still can't see uh, Mr. Garrick though. No. No. My my boom mic uh, is mon- monster towering over. Uh, Monster Mike's, towering. It's monster towering. Uh, and that means I, I have a bigger boom mic, Mike, than you. <laughs> you do. It's it's uh, gigantic. I don't know. Are you making up for something here? I don't <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just the one I bought. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice one. It's very nice. <laughs> how, 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 how's yours, Garrick? Do you have a gigantic boom mic? Oh, yeah. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. It's probably bigger you know than mine, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that is big old boom mic. And long, long, and black, black. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Maybe we should do some intros here. Uh, Yeah, go ahead, (laughs) Garrick. Why don't you intro us? Oh, geez. Uh, Yeah, we're starting with Garrick tonight. Have I done this? Uh, You're uh, doing it now. One of your hosts, Garrick, (laughs) not Jay Hardy. Not Jay. Very important. Great wet north. Yeah, right. The rest of the country, I guess. It was all right. No. It was all right here today. Yesterday, not so much. Yeah, just wait. Just <laughs> we're we're going to get your Indianapolis weather tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Lots oh, of rain. Ah, jeez. And ah, uh, over geez. there, across the pond the other way this time. Oh. Sitting probably to my right or left. I don't know. <laughs> One of them. Steven J. Howie. Yeah. A.K.A. That's, that's Master Control. Right? Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, pseudo master control. Corey always used to say sitting at master control. Well, most of the time he'd always say that. 
that really doesn't make sense. But wicka, wicka. <laughs> I, I guess I am adjacent to Master Control now. Oh. I can still touch it with my fingers. Okay. So you're like apprentice control, I guess. No, I moved up. Oh, I'm a management. What's better now. than a master? Oh, management. Mm. Yeah, the management's always better than master. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, I'm how about st- that? Yeah, I'm still an yeah. intern over here. Well, and last but not least, yeah. of course. Certainly is- not least. Oh no, of course not, Michael J. Right? That's right. You Arch- got it. Well, you do know the whole thing is we normally start the Arch- other way. Arch bowl. And we're all J's and you're not a J. <laughs> I know. The joke doesn't make sense when you no. get the other no, Which is the reason yeah, why I did that. Not so much. That's why I'm always <laughs> intro last. Makes, That's why you should have done yourself last. Damn it. Next yeah. time, maybe. I'm new at this. Leave me alone. I thought it would be hilarious. It was. Well, tonight it's is going to be another tequila night for me. How about oh, you guys? What I'm, you got going I on? was not uh, allowed to have tequila. That's right. Whoa. You're never allowed. Well, you gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta keep your finger on the record. Button. I was just, yeah. <laughs> I gotta hold my finger on the record button the whole time, otherwise right. it stops recording. <laughs> Put my fingers crazy. That would be an awful job. That wheel to wheel tape, man. God. Yeah, uh, guys, it's hand. been three hours. Shut up. Got to hold down the button and hand crank it with the other hand. Yeah, it, it doesn't have its own power source. So I got to make nope. it. Oh boy, it's hard to keep that nice and even. I don't, yeah, how do you do and that? It can't do it too fast. It makes too much noise. That's right. That's what she said. Mm. Mm. She does. Yeah, get it? No, I get it. Not really. It's sexual. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got the intros out of the way. Does that satisfy? Yeah, finally. Hey, like, yeah. Why not? Shit. Let's jump Check right in, guys. What right. do you say? What, All right, let's what do, do I play? I think we're doing. I think we still have news. We still do the news theme, right? Yeah, my volume's like all out of whack. Everything's quiet. I don't know why. For those who don't know, we have changed up the uh, format a little bit. We're not doing just what? just Star Wars anymore. So yeah, bear with us as we kind of uh, I don't know fall into work our through the kinks. Work, yeah work through the kinks, fall into our new roles here. But uh, we will still be doing news and in news uh, this week. The biggest news of all is what, what? happened. Corey, oh, he's dead. Uh, yeah, poor Corey. Well, poor, I don't know. Well, you just let it out Actually, there, Derek. You didn't I, uh, like uh, settle spoiler. into it. Spoiler, <laughs> he got the case of the deads. <laughs> That's the worst case of deads I've ever sure. seen. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you he got to catch the deads, he got the deads, and um, so we had to change a little bit of what we we're going to talk about because, ah, yes, a couple of the things that we were going to talk about, um. It would have been better if he was here because he was, you know, had would have a lot to say, as if he wouldn't have a lot to say about the Fifth Element. But um, <laughs> Fifth Element is probably his least favorite movie of all time. So we said, "Hey, Corey's not going to be yeah. here. We might as well do Fifth Element tonight." He tried to get us to do anime, <laughs> oh, man, but we're not going to fall for that trap. Probably no. not. Heck, no. He's got to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Fifth Element, the next best thing. Um. So that's that news story. <laughs> it is. Kind that's going to be our discussion topic a little later. But first in news, what Avengers Endgame in the news this week, boys? Uh, again, again, yeah, inching yeah, toward not, the top spot. Hey, we are. Hey, um, Mike, would yeah? you say it's, it's not the end for Endgame? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. It, or or is it the is it end just the beginning? Endgame? <laughs> is it the beginning of the end? I guess that depends on what you mean. Man. I don't know. 
Well, it's certainly not the end in terms of the box office because at the worldwide box office, they are a measly $50 million away from taking the top spot from Avatar. Yeah, Come and on. I'm hearing people saying Go they're not it. gonna do it. That it's, it's not gonna, gonna make it? it? Yeah. Oh, it'll make it. Fifty million. Yeah. Come on. They're Chunk still change. they're still pouring decent numbers. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying what I what I read. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm regurgitating somebody that I'm not sourcing because I don't remember. Has to sell off some of those stones. Make some of that money. Yeah, they could probably <laughs> easily get a good yeah. ten mil each. How much you want for a power stone? Ten G's, maybe. Well, right, ten G's, well, yeah. right now, what Avatar at uh, the worldwide box office two point seven eight eight billion. Whoa! Endgame at two point seven three three point nine billion. So yeah, real close. Those are here. some numbers. They, that was are some numbers. Are they man. adjusted for inflation? They are not adjusted for inflation. So if you adjust How much for inflation, that again? say that again. Uh, let's see. Avatar would be two point seven eight eight billion. So two billion seven hundred eighty eight million. This is worldwide. Wow. Avengers Endgame at two billion seven hundred thirty three million nine hundred thousand. So. Very close at the domestic. It, uh, it whipped. It's still no. It hasn't whipped. It's it's not number one at the domestic. Force Awakens still at the no, number I, one uh, spot. Avatar. It, oh, Avatar. Yeah. It yeah. It whipped it at the domestic for sure. Wow. Um, but uh, real that's, close. That's I, I think it'll make it. I'd still. Heck, me and the family just went this past week to go see it. Yeah. And, and the theater. The uh, the GDP of the Cayman Islands. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. But uh, yeah, no, we just went this weekend. Now it's only in one theater, but the theater was pretty full for a matinee on a Saturday. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, the interesting thing, uh, the article I read about the comparing Avatar and, and uh, Endgame was that uh, uh, Avatar, Avatar, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, they 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 were in less theaters than Endgame. Fewer. Avatar was, yeah, and okay. theaters. it was in theaters significantly longer uh, for a significant avatar was. Of avatar was. Yeah. Uh, so I had a very slow burn to get. Well, to I think that's was. what we talked about last time. I mean, avatar was the big spectacle because of the whole 3d yeah. genre yeah. or <laughs> retake off of the genre, I guess. But, uh, just wait yeah, till Disney slaps on that second star Wars trailer to end game and re-releases <laughs> it. <laughs> so is, uh, is uh, end game going to take out, uh, uh, the domestic total here? Uh, no, no. There, I, I don't think I don't think it has enough gas domestically. Um domestically, uh Force Awakens at nine hundred and thirty six million, uh endgame at eight hundred and twenty seven million. So Whoa. um close. But got got about a hundred million almost you know, just a little more than a hundred million away. But it's really uh, it's in an interesting spot because I feel like it should be already blowing away all those numbers. It but, should be. But it, yeah. it hasn't. And there's good reason those numbers exist. I mean, but there's a lot of things. Well, Force, Force Awakens, yeah, Force Awakens. I mean, geez, we had gone. I think since '06 before we had a you know a Star Wars movie. Yeah. So '06 oh, to, to 2015. I mean, you know, that's a long Seems time. Seems like so. forever. It was forever and had to wait that long ago. But uh, yeah, so yeah, definitely not going to take over uh, Force Awakens. But I think I think it's got 50 million left in it before it's all said oh, and done. Yeah. So nothing's yeah. coming out this week anyway, right? Oh, Toy Story. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> There yeah. are yeah, there are know. some new ones. So. I don't know. It may be uh Secret Life of Pets has come out, well, Aladdin is still out, uh Rocket Man is out. I'm now. surprised Aladdin's still out. Rocket Man. Um yeah. you mean a sequel? Rocket Man! <laughs> no, the wrong wrong one, bud. Wrong one. Oh. Oh, okay. I'd see the movie about that. a guy about himself. 
Yeah, Harlan Ellison <laughs> needs some work, man. Hasn't been in anything. Is he dead? He's not dead, right? Might be dead. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, someone should look into that. Well, boys, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix also in the news this week. I now look into that. I don't think X-Men Dark Phoenix, though, is in the is in the news for the same reason that Endgame is. I think it's kind of for the exact opposite reason. I don't know. You guys, you guys, X-Men fan, fans here. Yeah, man. Yeah. This is, I haven't seen this I though. love the X-Men. I do too. I haven't seen this one yet though. Okay. So X, X-Men Dark Phoenix though had a, had a, had a rough opening weekend opening at uh, the domestic box office at about 30 million. Right now, as we record, it sits at about 43 million uh, after two weeks in the theater. So uh, trailers look terrible. Like, Really bad. Yeah, I don't know. I I haven't seen much about. I haven't seen too many. They haven't promoted it as much. No, they're not. Not very much. And there's actually a lot of controversy around the film. I don't know if you guys have read up on this, but uh, um, everything from the fact that uh, it wasn't um, pushed in the in the press the way you know what we're talking about here, all the way to rewrites and all kinds of weird stuff. Did you guys hear about the rewrite of the ending of this? No, I have not. <laughs> this was kind of weird. Wrote it several times. Yeah, refilmed it. yeah. So the ending apparently vastly different than what it was originally written as. Apparently, it was. That's uh, the excuse that I I heard that it was used was that it was too close of an ending to um, Captain America. <laughs> Which one? <sighs> I I don't know. The first well, one if, maybe. If I it's don't know. good for That's the story, who it. cares? Right, that's kind of how I felt about it. A good story is a good I mean, story. If we're talking so. the first Captain America movie, that was what? I mean, that's 10 years ago. Wait, that's yeah. so she dives into the water and gets frozen for 50 <laughs> years? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> kills, she kills a bunch well. of Nazis first? Well, that's the thing is. <laughs> that actually sounds better. I wanted to see Sansa, you know. Huh? Kicking it, yeah. kicking it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so again, again, supposedy they re- re- redid the ending and and the reshoots and just uh, I'm hearing estimates now that they're projecting that the I think last week when it first came out they were projecting a hundred million dollar loss for the film. This oh. week, this week they're projecting a two hundred million dollar loss. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, man, so man that's very good. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, I'm a huge fan of. That storyline too, the Dark yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, I know line. that's like, that's kind it's of one heart. of the best like runs ever, right? Ever to come out. Well, I think people had spent all their money on Endgame that they didn't want to go <laughs> and see another movie. Right well, away. no, I mean, I think there's more behind the scenes going on here. I think, well, again, Disney just recently acquired Fox, so I yeah. think there's some speculation that the rewrite of the ending was Disney. Well, its apparently head in Disney there. sucks at this. Acquiring things and then putting them out there. I don't know. No. Well, and, and not don't okay. Since they, right. since they, well, and that's the whole thing. I mean, this was kind of the last movie in the old, yeah. the old canon, well, so to speak. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so yeah, I, I guess some disappointment there. I personally, I want to go see it. I'm still going to go. Yeah, go I, see the film. See so I want to see I'm it in not, theaters. <laughs> You're not. not no way. No. After because uh, what was the last one? Rise of Apocalypse. Yeah, Apocalypse. Like. Poe Dameron is Apocalypse. Yeah, I'm not right. going to pay that, money in the theater. But. Apocalypse is one of my favorite villains, and they completely ruined that movie. Really? It's, it was terrible. Ha- see, now, I'm, that, I'm not familiar. no way I'd see the next one, because I that movie was horrible. Uh, see, I, to me. I don't know. I like the movie, but I'm not familiar with the comic, so... Uh, that's. I mean, it wasn't the greatest movie, but I mean, no. I, I, it was okay to me. 
I mean, well, did you, have you liked the new cast? I mean, Days of Future well, Past and, and yeah, I love Days of First Future Class. Past. I thought that was great. First yeah. Class was was good. Days of Future Past is probably my favorite. But yeah, I like I like Fastbender. I like uh, yeah. yeah Professor X, whatever his name is, forget. And uh, yeah, McAvoy, they they have yeah. great actors. It's just they can't seem to put it together recently in the last. It doesn't matter months. what kind of actors you get if you got <laughs> bad management. Well, I, I love this old canon, and I'm kind of disappointed that things have kind of shaken out the way they have. So, I don't know. Like I said, I'll still see it. My daughter wants to see it, so we're probably going to go see it regardless. But um, one other note, I, I found this interesting. I didn't realize it at first. Uh, Simon Kinberg uh, wrote this movie. Oh, and uh, actually, he's actually claiming responsibility, uh, apparently, because of the failure. But uh, I didn't know this until I was reading this article, but uh, at Cinema Blend... Uh, Simon Kidberg also wrote uh, Last Stand. <laughs> so the, the last uh, attempt. Oh, no. So he's he's attempted twice now the Dark Phoenix arc. <laughs> and that one was terrible. <laughs> oh, man, okay. He can't do it. He just can't do it. Which is, yeah. uh, I mean. Fool me once. And Kinberg, man, I mean, he's, I mean, I don't know, other than Last Stand and Dark Phoenix, I mean, he's known for some, you know, some decent. He's Triple X and Triple X State of the Union. Okay. <laughs> You got Mr. that person to come in and write this? Oh, my word. Are, are, are you kidding or is that for real? No, that's for real. Oh, geez. Well, I, yeah, I could have told you how this movie is going to turn out to begin. He, this is, uh, we're talking about the guy who wrote Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. He did. How could we possibly go wrong? <laughs> well, well, did he, Josh Trank, the but Josh he, Trank Fantastic Four. Yeah, he did the Don't Fantastic Four. Yeah, right. See, I, I, but he also did Days of Future Past. Yeah, he also did The Martian, which was strange. <laughs> I enjoyed I the, seen that uh, and Deadpool, which were two great movies. Yeah, this, right? What is up with that guy? And Logan, like he's he's, he's that's right. Yeah, he did he's Logan, a too. he's a bipolar writer or something. He just <laughs> hits it or you know floods it up. Well, Star Wars fans too remember he was uh, he worked heavily on the uh, on the Rebel series too. He did oh. he mm -hmm. did several of the the favorite episodes. So yeah, yeah I don't know, yeah. kind of up and down for Simon, but. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, and it doesn't sound like uh, Dark Phoenix is uh, <laughs> is going to end very well. Yeah, let's move on to something else. Uh, Men in Black also what? in the news this week. Now, Men in Black has not been released in theaters, but early uh, estimates are not very encouraging, at least domestically. No, I could have told you that, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like at the domestic box office. Now, some good news this week. Over the last couple of days, they have got some estimates in from uh, the foreign markets and it sounds like the uh, worldwide market's going to kind of carry this film a little bit oh, sounds like uh, they're expected well they're expecting a hundred million dollar weekend so with uh, mm. only oh, about only about 30 million of that domestically so i guess it makes sense i mean it's called men in black international so maybe that oh, yeah. there's some appeal that works out great well, and we got a couple of furners <laughs> in the film right so yeah, yeah. um brits i guess uh, well, British no, Hemsworth or? is, uh, he would he be, uh, he's Aussie. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, some appeal, I guess, from the world behind Liam Neeson, of course, uh, in the film. So, oh, um, that's right. Oh, yeah. So are you guys, you guys fans of the men in black series? It's yeah, all right. Dude. I, I enjoy the first one. I love pretty Bob. good. Honestly, I've seen one and two. I didn't see three. It's, oh, three is actually pretty good. Really? I'll put it out there. I like three. Hmm. I don't care what you I'm going to have to see it. I, I have no no opinion. Mm. So Good for you. Yeah. I, but I, yeah. I I mean, I guess that begs the question, though. I mean, has, <laughs> was anybody asking for this, at least I domestically? Was, I was not. 
I wasn't asking. I was done with Men in Black. <laughs> and now with the new cast, I'm like, eh. The cartoon yeah. was really good, too. Had a great intro. Really? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it had a great intro. That's about it. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> I mean, they get, some, they get some talent here. I mean, uh, Hemsworth, you know, uh, Tessa, oh, what's her what's her name? Tessa, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. I mean, very talented yeah. and hot actresses and yeah. actors right now. So Now, did Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth put down a rap for this? Because <laughs> <laughs> that might have been what it was missing. Yeah. I don't think that's what it's missing. What was the, what did I see about totally uh, Thor missing. singing a song this week? Did you guys see that? What? <laughs> There's been a video going around of Thor playing guitar. Nice. <laughs> I was hoping one of you guys would no. see that. Because I brought it up and I have nothing to expound upon. So, <laughs> All right, moving along. Thor was playing <laughs> guitar, guys. It was awesome. Singing a song. From what I hear. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> but uh, Hemsworth, man, he's got the comedic chops, though, man. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, funny as hell. I, you know, I watched the trailer and the, there was a couple points. I'm like, haha, you know, yeah. it, it was good, but. I don't know. I, I'll probably I I'll probably see it sometime down the road, but definitely not at theaters. That's a renter. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, they were great in Ragnarok, both of them. They yeah. Were like, oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. On point. Yeah. It's, it wouldn't be. I, I'm not seeing not not seeing it for the actors because of the actors. Okay. Let me but, let me ask. Any any plans to see this in theaters? I just said no. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. No. Not at all. No. I'll see it on Netflix. Unless <laughs> someone desperately wants to see it, but that would, yeah. man, that'd be really or hard. Or they put a Star Wars trailer. <laughs> well, that, they don't even do that no more, though, man. They just release it on YouTube and call it a day. They how don't do they get expect people, to make money if they don't put say, Star Wars stuff in front of everything? <laughs> how, how they expect for Meet Joe Black to make any money? <laughs> he made so much money. <laughs> Hello? Come on. <laughs> it was amazing. We sold so many tickets. Nobody <laughs> saw it. <laughs> well, last news item we had, guys. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order this week. The uh, big gameplay preview. We had, I don't know, a week or so ago as we record, we had the little teaser, which people were like, eh, okay, whatever. But uh, finally, they released at uh, E3 the... Uh, uh, gameplay preview. So you want to pull it up and yeah. talk about it a little bit? Yeah, here? I have it right here. If you guys want to pull it up on YouTube, uh, we'll we'll count it down. We'll sync it up together. <laughs> or you can go, if you're watching on YouTube, you can just see it. Uh, or go to betterkind.com, click on the show notes, and I think we're going to post a video for this one. So that's maybe, what I mean. Hopefully we'll have it synced up. Yeah, if you, if you see it, it will, uh, hopefully Mike does what he says he's going to do and sync it up. If Cross not, your fingers. If not, good luck. But <laughs> um, All right. Are, so uh, pause it now. Okay, I'm pausing. Paused. Okay, now you're back. We're ready to go. Are you ready to go, Mike? Let's do it. All right. Three, two, one. Record it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. It's a little loud. I'm going to turn it down a little bit. Because we'll probably be talking over it. Alpha game footage. Alpha. Rats. So right out of the gates. See some landscapes here. Landscapes look nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the... Rocky... <sighs> uh, now, the, this the planet is supposed to be Kashyyyk, I believe. It is. It is I was going to... Because it looks like first mission here is capture rescuing some Wookiees, right? Ooh, we're doing a little Indiana Jones. Over here. Oh. 
We get some wall running. That looks really not accurate. (laughs) (laughs) It's the force, man. I didn't see the force. Oh, Sagarera. That is Sagarera. Sap refinery lies dead ahead. Ezra! (laughs) the Empire Vault with tree sap. Nothing good. They refine the sap into a powerful compound, and they're rushing to expand production. Eh, he doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, I wonder who is voicing that character. We have to Mm. stop them. That's the plan. We don't know they're in game, but they spread themselves too thin. Ooh, they watched in game too. (laughs) Yeah, there's your new little favorite droid. Yeah, love that droid. That was pretty cool. These refineries double as brutal prison camps. Use those so the protagonist has a little droid that hangs basically on his back the whole time. <laughs> kind of like a backpack slash parrot. So I guess yeah. better than bringing an R2 unit along. So yeah. Dro- Droid's name is uh, BD-1. BD-1. All right. BD-1. BD-1. All right. Um, Boodalicious. So, okay, I'm just going to say this right off the bat. Looks like our protagonist, he's kind of a scrawny little dude. <laughs> So he's yeah. supposed to be a Jedi, right? This is this is uh, what's the time timeline on this? Is between uh, Vengeance of the Sith and and, and uh, New Hope. So yeah. um, it takes place a little bit after Order after 66 the purge went down, right? Yeah, and, and he, uh, escaped it somehow. I don't know. What do you, lightsaber? I'm not real impressed with the lightsaber. Uh, it's kind of it looks kind of dull. <laughs> <laughs> I like how. In this game, you actually use the lightsaber for illumination. Like, sure, I think yeah. Missing from a, from yeah, a lot of yeah, that's games. pretty. That, that's pretty rare. It seems like they're focusing on that, and when he's slashing through foliage, it doesn't do anything to it. I don't know. I'll tell you what, what, though. My overall impression right now, though, is it looks pretty. It, it feels pretty vanilla, though. Yeah, it feels um, like things we've seen before. I, yeah, I see elements in here from uh, Force Unleashed. Yeah, from. From the yeah. Dark Forces series, right there, yeah. he just yeah. he just pushed used the force to push down a you know a, a ramp Although, so we could walk across. So far, the gameplay Over doesn't there. look that exciting. Yeah, a lot of you know, drawing you to something here. You do something. I just that's expected. And I mean, just some of the games. I'm not a big gamer like you guys are, but I mean, this just doesn't. I mean, the stuff that I've seen recently that's coming out. Just seems a lot more exciting than this. This just seems very, like I said, vanilla. Yeah, I'm not sitting here like, like, oh wow, this is looks so. Much oh, now that was cool. So he slowed down time to hit. Um, so to, instead of speeding yeah. up, he used the force. To his, it was like his perspective, and his perspective is that everything slows down. Well, around a him. lot of like that book uh, with with Anakin and Padme, where they talked about. Oh yeah. Uh, Thrawn, the Thrawn book? Yeah, the, yeah, the second Thrawn book. Um, where Anakin was seemingly slowing down time for him, himself. I think one of the criticisms I've heard of this, too, is on was lightsaber use. No, that's the thing. They're just burned. A lot of people are, are actually complaining that there's no severing of limbs or anything. <laughs> Even Which, yeah, I mean, that was right through been cut in half. Like, heck yeah. I mean, in the past, they would do that. I don't know why that's uh, a big deal now. I don't know if that's an EA thing or what. It's definitely not a Disney thing because they don't care about games. <laughs> yeah, so. we know that. The fighting style looks pretty cool. Yeah. Know that you can shove your lightsaber right through somebody and they're coming right back at you. 
Yeah, that's that's part of the thing that they always get wrong in games. Like, yeah, you can mow down a bunch of stormtroopers with one hit, but oh boy, when you reach a bad guy. Yeah, right. You gotta, you gotta slice him in half 40 times for him to die. <laughs> yeah, they really need to make it him just harder to hit. Yeah. What kind of... Well, what, what is he fighting there? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even know who he's fighting. Is that supposed to be like a, an Inquisitor? Uh, no, that's in a, like a, an Inquisitor-type soldier. Uh, like an Acolyte or something. Yeah. Or like a guard trooper. I can't gotcha. remember what they're called. So Saul Guerrero appear, appeared in one of the windows as a hologram-ish and was talking to... The main. Oh, that's character. a little different. He's going into some tight spots here, crawling through some walls. Uh, they're called a purge trooper. Ah, are they from the yeah. movie The Purge? Uh, no, actually, they're from the comics, which is cool. So they bring. That's part of the. Oh yeah, that, of the that is cool. Bring, yeah, which continues with the theme of uh, <laughs> everything except the movies uh, doing a good job at pulling. Pulling new cannon elements together. <laughs> I, I hate how those bugs move too. They move. Yeah, that looks like weird. They're on an escalator or something. They didn't look natural at all. Yeah, I'm. I'm not super impressed yet. <laughs> I'm not even a little bit impressed. I mean, things look okay, but then when you. Yeah, look at. I mean, the fire doesn't look real natural. I, yeah, I mean, I just look, look at. I just look at. Just I don't know, like the Madden games and stuff like that. I mean, those look so realistic nowadays. This just doesn't seem to get anywhere near that. I mean, like you said, this looks like Force Unleashed. And how long ago was that? Ten years ago. Yeah. And the thing that worries me is it all sure seems very on thing? the rails. Oh, absolutely. Okay. There's no. I've, yeah, there's no walking about and dis uh, discovering anything. There's like how how can you? I mean, how long can a game be that's just this on the rails? It's still keeping my attention. Right. Especially with all the open world games that have come out since this or before this, I should say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, and well, you guys, we got like. Yeah. No. No. We, got, we can. We, we can got like seven more minutes of this. Yeah. No. No. We don't need to do all of it. I think we got a kind of good idea. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna pause it right now, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, pause I don't it know. Right not now. just, not just not. I mean, again, I'll play this, but I think I showed you guys earlier. I, I don't buy games new. I'm not paying sixty bucks for this. I'm not. So either. it'll probably be two years <laughs> before I play this. <laughs> but I'll play it eventually. Yeah. I'm just. I'm glad that uh, Blizzard's not releasing this. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd never come down in price. Yeah, or Nintendo. Yeah, geez, it just doesn't. Yeah, it's just not grabbing my attention for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Anyway, I wish well, it would have yeah, showed more story. I get more into. Uh, is something playing? It sounds like it. Oh, uh -oh well, what was that? Mike's going to figure that uh, out. I'm going to go figure that out. You guys can talk. I for think a his phone's. Uh, Mike, turn off your phone. Playing something. Mute your phone. Yeah, mute your phone, Mike. Yeah, mute your phone. Put it in airplane. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so he gave, he gave the roll eye to his uh, his phone. Um, yeah, for games wise, I I tend to now uh, there's like two styles that I pretty much play. It's like open world, like mm -hmm. Fallout kind of game, or yep. um, or like Overwatch. Uh, those are the my my two main styles. Uh, I, I've 
kind of been playing a little bit of PUBG. Yeah. Unsuccessfully. Um, <laughs> Even that's open world. But yeah, that's right. still like, yeah, uh, Battle Royale, open world type of game. And so I, this on the rails stuff is, uh, I look at it now, I'm like, that's, it feels so old and. And if you're going to do that, make the puzzles more interesting. Well, right. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the Portal games. Oh, yeah. And that's absolutely. because those puzzles are fun and interesting. And I love puzzle games. They just don't make a lot of them that I find that interesting. The issue is he's a Jedi. My issue, I should say, is he's a Jedi. He has all this power. But there's, a, I guess I can only tell from the little bit of gameplay we've seen, there's only one way to solve a problem. Um, like when he, he turned on that big crusher thing to go through the wall. Yeah. Like it didn't appear to me like there would were any other alternatives other than doing that. Right. I think that's probably where they're going to fail. Yeah. Like that's why I love portal. Like you were talking about in other uh, games like that, where you can figure out multiple ways to solve a problem instead of what the developer wants you to do to get from point A to point B. But it, it seems very lazy. Like we're quickly running and making this game. Uh, so we're not going to really put much thought into it. Here's the thing and enjoy it because we said yeah. so play through it. Play through it like we want you to. Don't think gonna, about anything else. And it's going to sell because it has Star Wars on it. So, yeah, there. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, well, the more we're talking, the more I'm like, I may never play this game. You know, it's funny. Also in the news this week, there was uh, an announcement by um, by Disney and Lucasfilm that they are re-releasing um, a lot of the old LucasArts games. And oh, making yeah. those available again. And uh, they're all on Steam anyway, and I own like four yeah, of all yeah. Of them. I was gonna say <laughs> I own all of them too. But uh, I, you know, when that news came out, I was almost more interested in that. And it also, it also reminded me of how varied the games were back then, um, how well written they were. I mean, everything from you know oh, Jedi yeah. Knight and and uh, Jedi Academy. Um, and, you know, all the way to the TIE Fighter and X-Wing series, you know, where yeah. you're in a simulator. I mean, just had all kinds of really just neat stuff. And gosh, yeah, those those TIE Fighter and, and X-Wing, I mean, those those are old, man. That goes mm -hmm. back to mid-90s when those oh, came yeah. out. And It's uh, like one of the first computer games I ever played. Hell yeah. X-Wing. <laughs> uh, I loved getting the big joystick and, and uh, popping <laughs> that in. And yeah, the graphics were terrible. But man, that was so cool. Oh, yeah. Flying Especially an X-Wing or a TIE Fighter. terrible. Uh, <laughs> TIE Fighter yeah. a little bit better, but yeah. My gosh. If they really want to make some money or, you know, make the fans happy. Why can't you do a simulator? Any, or a sequel to <laughs> any one of those games. Anyone. Anyone. Or... <laughs> Or they make an arcade unit like was posted on Discord. Oh, yeah. I'd play And uh, I don't even know what it is. I just saw an image of it. And I'm like, oh, the arcade game. <laughs> that looks freaking cool. I'll yeah, play dude. that. Hell yeah. I was more excited about that than this game. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah the old, the old they, they, need game. To, they need to not be afraid to fail because LucasArts, when they were. They had tons of flops. In oh, Star yeah. Wars games. oh, yeah. Tons of them. But they made some of the best video games ever yeah. in there. It was good Just stuff, because they man. weren't afraid to put stuff out there. Experiment and try, we, but yeah. Yeah. Like you said, Disney, not all that. They just no. they just don't care. So they, they just, just hand the over the license line. and yeah. get her done. So, unfortunately. <laughs> well, is that yeah, for news? That is all I had for news. Um, I heard we we're going to get a special visitor. What? Are we going to get a special uh, visitor? Porkins kid did not call me for a ride tonight, so oh, I don't know what's no, going on. I don't think so. 
<laughs> All right. Well, no special visitor today. Oh, no visitors. Maybe okay. next week. Huh, Maybe right. next week. Okay. Well, no that... way. Huh? What? Huh? What? I don't know what's going Wait. on. Wait. <laughs> I think maybe there's music that is up. Oh, I'm just gonna oh. play it. We're gonna see. <laughs> Let's see. See what happens. I'm gonna turn it up because so. That's hello. Um, oh, oh, Grand Moff talking here. Oh, he's back. <laughs> Did you know that in the movie The Fifth Element, the oh. fashion designer Jean Paul Gaultier was go- originally going to make the costume for Prince, the musician. <laughs> but when he kept referring to the part of the suit as a foie col, because of his thick accent, Prince misheard him and thought he said, fuck you. <laughs> and he quit the movie. <laughs> you may fire when ready. <laughs> yeah, you don't tell Prince to fuck off, man. No. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's Man. great. That's Just good imagine right Prince as Ruby Rod. That'd be a totally different movie. <laughs> yes, it would be. Uh, yeah. Which brings us to, I think we got theme music for that. We're still using the theme music. Oh, yeah, I, I really haven't changed because I don't know. What Wait, making. let me do that. What are we doing? Are we doing we're this? doing the we're using the rumor. Oh, 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 I got I to go back because I could do that because I can do that quickly. Uh, and are we ready? Are we ready? Are we, we are ready? ready. Are we ready? Okay, yeah. here we go. Do it. See, we can't get rid of this music. This music no. can never go away. This is this is classic. Brings us to discussion, boys. Tonight, the big discussion topic. That Corey is glad he is missing. <laughs> <laughs> the cult classic, The Fifth Element, man. Woo! Fifth I Element! am excited. I am a Fifth oh, Element fan. Gee. I know I that a... Garrick is a Fifth Element fan. Howie, are a, you a Fifth el- Element fan? I'm an elemental. Uh, is that what they're <laughs> I am a Fifth Element fan, but fun fact. Yeah. I have not seen the movie. Uh, well, I've seen the movie, but I have not seen it straight through from beginning to end. It's always what it was on I've seen, on I've seen the whole movie, <laughs> just, just not from abuse. beginning to end. <laughs> <laughs> I would catch it from it's this that kind of movie. Yep. It is that kind of movie. And it's You're great. Right. I, lo- I, I like. I want to keep. That's what it is. That's where it lives in my it's brain. In my it's in my channel surfing stopping top three. Yes. Yeah. So oh yeah. There's Fifth Element. There's the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, oh good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't, can't stop watching that on the that. list. Yeah, that needs to be on the list. Oh, yeah. I think it is on and the list. And the Princess actually. Bride, that's the third one. Oh, yeah, yeah, Princess Bride. If any of those are on TV while I am searching the channels, that's another one Corey tried to get us to do. You know what, my no to- matter where they are in the movie, I'm stopping and watching yeah. the rest. You know what, one of my top three is, and this is to my shame, and not really my shame, but. It takes up a lot Jedi. of time. No, it would be the, <laughs> the Godfather. If any of the Godfather movies are on, oh man, you're in for a long. I know. Oh, I mean, but, <laughs> but they're hard. so good. I know. Especially if you get two. I if you find two, I can't turn it off. Hopefully, you get you get turn it on right at the end of one or two. Right, right at the end of one, right where the they're, they're off and everybody. Oh, That's the there best scene. Yeah. Love that scene. So yeah. fifth element. Uh, so give, someone give us a little rundown yeah. of uh, the the so, stuff. The on fifth it. element was released May seventh, nineteen ninety seven, with a runtime of one hundred and twenty six minutes. Those May movies. By, yeah, that was a good, back in the good day. Runtime. Good runtime right there. 
directed by Luc Besson. That's how you pronounce Luc. it. Luc. Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc Besson. 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 Mm-hmm. It Is starred, it of course, like the, the indomitable Bruce Willis. <laughs> Gary yeah. Oldman. Yes. Oh, one of my favorites. Ian Holm, a.k.a. Uh, oh, Bilbo, you know. Oh. Chris Tucker. Yeah. And of course. The His best role. Mila Jovovich. <laughs> oh. And of course, a bunch of other crazy people like the late, great Luke Perry. And of course, oh, yeah. as the president, Tommy Oh man, Lister Jr. There were so many people yeah. in, this, in this film. There were, <laughs> there were lots of people. So many people in this film. <laughs> it's not even a joke. It always cracks me up every time I pop that yeah. in. I'm like, oh yeah, he was in this movie. God, oh yeah, there's so many. Yeah. I, <laughs> this movie so is so people. is so off kilter. It's so it's so weird. And you know the funny thing is, is I remember this coming out, and this was a time you got to remember. This is what 97. Yep, this came out that. This was between Star Wars films, right? Mm-hmm. So this was kind of a futuristic, yeah. kind of a Star Warsy space thing. We hadn't had many of those, you know, nope. in this in this yeah. time period. So this was when this came out. That's what attracted me to it. Well, is, and it had Bruce Willis. And it had Bruce Willis. <laughs> and it's funny. Funny you should mention that the sci-fi aspect is because a month later, Men in Black, the first Men in Black, came out. Interesting. I don't so put those two in my brain together. But yeah. This didn't do as well. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I think Men in Black actually took away uh, an Academy Award for like best um, uh, graphic design or something like that. Huh. I can't remember. Interesting. Which is surprising because I thought this movie did a lot better. But it only had a $90 million budget. Only a 90. Yeah. Million. For the best art, it won uh, best makeup. Uh, that's what. Um, Men in Black one. I think they should have won. In, in all honesty. Yeah, $90 million budget, and it made $263.9 million worldwide. Wow. It's actually a French movie, but it had an English language. Yeah, and, and apparently they he wanted to uh, shoot it in France. Yeah. But in typical French style, they couldn't find a suitable area. <laughs> yeah, French is so sm- France is so small, they couldn't find anything. So what's a what's a quick rundown of the movie? Just can you give us like a quick synopsis? It's about yeah, the so fifth element, man. It's about the fifth elements right there in the top. Oh yeah. Right yeah. there. Yeah. So basically there's these alien species that come to visit Earth uh every like five thousand years ago. Um uh, so they, there's this, well, I should say there's this ancient evil, like I guess it's the embodiment of evil, which is like this giant black sphere. And the only thing that can stop it are the fi- the five elements. There's the water, earth, fire, wind. And, and the then fifth element. And the fifth That's a element. mystery. It's a mystery. But it's supposed to be the perfect human form. And that, that those five elements are supposed to combine to uh, defeat the evil. Uh, but uh, some stuff goes down, and the uh, the ancient alien species are kind of de- uh, wiped out before they can uh, deliver these fifth elements, five elements to uh, where they're supposed to go. But that's what you think. They're, they're, supposed, uh, to go, they're supposed to go to a, a, an Egyptian pyramid, apparently. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> an Egyptian pyramid in like World War One. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's very. It, 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 of course, the story is really hard to uh, go through, but the. Uh, there's a, the, of course, the evil John Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg, 
who's played by Gary Oldman, who's kind of the, <laughs> the main antagonist, who's maybe like a lackey to this evil ball that kind of calls him on a telephone, which is, it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and, you, and then you have your main protagonist is Corbin Dallas. Who's uh, played by Bruce Willis and Vito Cornelius. Who's played by Ian Holm. who are kind of trying to stop to gather these fifth element, five elements together to stop this ancient evil flying uh, black ball of death. And uh, so the yeah, fifth element is, is, is what is love. What? Yes, oh, I thought it was Mila. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> so Mila is the perfect being, right? And she's supposed yeah. to be like the focal point of the weapon. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so if you watch Captain Planet before you you saw this movie, you you knew it was coming. <laughs> obviously, they were missing heart. And, you know, Aww. that's the most important yeah. to activate Cap- Captain Planet. So essentially, fate would have it that uh, that Mila. Uh, falls in literally falls into the lap of uh, Corbin Dallas and, and <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they they hook up the priest that's uh, the, the the guy that uh, I don't know Ian has Holm. the relationship yeah Ian Holm that has the relationship with the aliens or whatever keeps the faith alive or whatever yeah. whatever yeah, so he's doing and lineage so the, of priests all uh, that all keep this key that unlocks this uh, area where they right uh, are so it's a mad dash to get to well no first they have to they go on the mission to to retrieve the stones right yeah so they have to they have to get the stones and then they bring them back to earth and then. Uh, there's the big climactic ending where they they Almost go into the die. they go into the <laughs> the the Egyptian pyramid and uh, and uh, get the elements going and then uh, it's just not getting right it's not firing something's not right and what's uh, going on until Coben goes in there and says I love you Mila oh, I phew. love you and then the giant love laser. <laughs> Yeah. Evil. <laughs> and that's it. It's a love laser. Oh my laser. gosh. Love laser. <laughs> right to the face. No one can survive that. I don't know. This movie is just so I, I don't know. It it's like the perfect <laughs> mix of like sophomoric storytelling and but I mean I don't cool like hard characters. Sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hard sci fi. Really, yeah. It's like hard sci fi in like a mundane kind of way. Like everything's kind of like, yeah, everything looks kind of crappy on the outside, but it's like super advanced. Like they can, they yeah, the basically dirty, reanimate gritty. her body, yeah, <laughs> from like a hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they reconstruct it in this little like test tube thing, looking thing, <laughs> like an iron lung. Reconstruct her whole body, right, from yeah. just the hand. And that, that's that's one of the reasons I love this so this movie so much because they don't bother with the exposition. It's just like just you're thrown it. into this world and right. you just kind of figure yourself out. Right. I There's love a, when sci-fi does that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It just, yeah. Figure it out. It's one of those movies. Yeah. You have to watch some, sometimes kind of a couple times before you, you pick it all well, up. But, and he wrote this when he was 16. He started yeah. writing it when he was 16. Yeah, okay, there you go. But, uh, yeah, so it's yeah. 20 years, like 22 years he was working on the story. Is that he didn't make it till he was 38. Well, he saw it in theaters when he was 38. So, yeah. Yeah. according to Wikipedia, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, I just I yeah, that's something I didn't know is that that it was pretty much a, a passion project for him, something that he had worked on for you know a huge chunk of his life. So, um, but yeah, I just I, I mean, just everything everything about this movie just it, it 
makes me laugh and it's it's interesting. It just it just drew me in. Again, this was a period between the Star Wars films, so we just didn't have that kind of genre. So when this came out and I saw it for the first time, actually I didn't see it in the movie theaters. I saw this on DVD for the first time. <laughs> and uh but yeah, yeah I, I didn't just see it in theaters either. I don't think obviously because I, I didn't see it from beginning to end. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So uh you know Corbin, you know, uh, Bruce Willis, the character was, was great. I mean, just kind of the, kind of the loser bum guy that, um, kind of gets, he plays so well of all this. Yeah, he does. (laughs) He's like the, he did prototypical, like modern day New York cab driver. Right. In this like futuristic <laughs> setting, he drives like a, a flying car, but he's, there's <laughs> right. no different from like, if you went downtown New York and tried to hail something, yeah, he's got this tiny little apartment. Yeah. He's, he's got this tiny little, he's trying to, and I love the details in this movie. Cause just like some of the stuff that, you know, he's trying to quit smoking. So he has these <laughs> cigarettes that are like 90% filter yeah. and like this little tiny tip of tobacco at the end. <laughs> oh, that's so true. So he's like, these are like quitter cigarettes, but all filter. <laughs> and all right. uh, so he's a cab driver, but he's also ex-military. So that's that's why they they kind of pull him into this mission, yeah. I guess, is because uh, of his past experience. And, and he, and, if I remember, right, he doesn't really want anything to do with it. Is that nah, right? No, no, he's he's retired. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, is he's retired. He's, until he meets Lilu, and then he's like, oh, oh, oh hey. I leave you, yeah. but yeah, my just, lap. just the, just the humor in this too was just, it was very engaging to me. I just, I'm, I like to laugh. Well, yeah. And just, <laughs> just everything. I just, from the beginning to end, it was just the humor I thought was very well done. It wasn't like overstated. It was, it was, I, I don't know. It was, it was just. It fit just right. Just from like Corbin, we were talking about Corbin in his, his apartment. And he was, you know, he, when we first meet him, he's waking up and he's, he's got that cigarette that you were talking yeah. about. And then he gets the phone call from his mom and he keeps getting his phone call randomly from his mom. Yeah. Who keeps yelling at him. You never call. You never call me. Why, Come on. why don't you call? Uh, and all Corbin, the, the humor is happening around him. Yeah. He, he's not the cause or he's right. not telling the jokes or it's happening to him or around him. It's just the, the, the ridiculous aspect like uh, he op- he looks somebody rings his doorbell and he looks out <laughs> the and he guy just that- sees the hallway and he opens the door and it's a guy with a hat with a picture of the hallway on that's it trying to rob him <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to rob him <laughs> and he's like <laughs> I love that scene he's like give that- me the cash dude, he's like give me the cash give me the cash you got the safety on he's like what <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's trying to real slowly take his finger and he's trying to push the safety <laughs> and he just he just adds it to the pile of guns he's already stolen yeah. You're supposed to assume from people who've mugged him, tried to mug him before. The best part, though, is after that is my favorite part of the movie. By the way, that oh, scene. Yeah, absolutely. But he takes the gun and throws it down, and then and then the guys just stand there. He just starts dancing, yeah. <laughs> just randomly. And then there's a there's a shot of of uh, Bruce Willis. He just looks at him and starts laughing and shuts the door. It's just it's so it's, random. It's great. He's like. <laughs> That's one of those like, scenes that you know they had a a, a good time filming. Yeah. It was just, oh, they yeah. had that goofball guy dressed like those big baggy hammer pants that he had on. And, yeah. Well, <laughs> so yeah, the ridiculous. costumes, the costumes in this thing oh, were yeah, just absolutely. insane. Uh, I mean, uh, okay, talk about humor and costumes. Got to talk about Chris Tucker. <laughs> 
By far, Chris Tucker's best role. I'm sorry. By far. Yeah. Chris Tucker's best role. Oh, Coleman, Coleman. Oh, hands down. Coleman, Coleman, oh, where are you, Coleman? It's, it's a Coleman. It's a... <laughs> Come on, my man. Come on, my man. So, yeah, who did, who did Chris Tucker play? What was Chris Tucker was, was a was a radio DJ, right? Who <laughs> <laughs> so was just super flamboyant, always had women around him and everything. But it's it's just funny because you know usually you think of a radio DJ as some guy sitting like we are behind microphones doing this, but this is the future. So in the future, they broadcast from wherever they're at. So he's mobile and he can walk around and he can do some dancing and moves and <laughs> hooking up with all the chicks and, and he's and wearing. And some crazy clothes. <laughs> the hair. His, and, oh yeah, this hair. <laughs> With the tube in the front his of hair his head. Sticking yeah. straight out. It's great. Oh, Chris Tucker, I I don't know if he had fun. He ho- I hope he had fun playing that role because <laughs> that was so much fun watching him be crazy. <laughs> Also, by the way, I think we were talking about this earlier. This is probably my favorite Gary Oldman role. <laughs> and Gary Oldman oh, has played, yeah. played some good, good stuff. Good but stuff. This. But this role, and didn't you say that you saw an interview, Garrick, with him where he was like, yeah, yeah I, I, I hate that. Yeah, I hate that yeah, he, movie. He I, said he can't watch it because <laughs> he just can't stand his acting. He's, he's, he says it's terrible. <laughs> it is not. It is so on point. Like, it's great because he has his name is John Baptiste something Zorg, right? <laughs> yeah, right? But he has this like real heavy southern accent, like <laughs> randomly southern accent, which is great. John Baptiste Emmanuel so Zorg, well. yeah, yeah, John Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg, <laughs> and he's one of those guys. So he's he's on this mission to intercept the stones, and uh, just everything that can go wrong does go wrong for him. Oh, so yeah. the 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 best part of the movie. It's uh, are one of the best parts. There's so many best parts, but when uh, he thinks he, he's got the case and he thinks he's got the stones, <laughs> and he opens it up and then he shuts it, <laughs> and he just starts laughing. He's like, "I don't have the stones." <laughs> so he's, this is after he's escaped the ship that's getting ready to blow up and all that stuff. So he has to go back. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't have the stones. Oh. It is yeah. his, and his character is so great because he's always nonplussed by anything. Like he's just <laughs> he's just so calm and collected. He's like he's like, I am very disappointed. <laughs> and he's always it looks like he's always true like chewing something. Something yeah. in his mouth. It, it's great because he has this he has this limp and every time he walks, it sounds like it's metal hitting metal. <laughs> and he has a plastic half bowl on his head. <laughs> Yeah, which, which is so there's random. There's no explanation for any of this, and I don't care. Right. Just well, just like you said, there's no exposition for any of that stuff. It just is, and you, you're immersed in this world, and you you don't have to have the exposition. It just is what it is, and you accept yeah. it for that, what it is. That, well, that's, that's, I mean, that's, we've talked about exposition before and how most of the time it's not needed and well, it distracts from the movie. Nowadays, people feel like you got to have it. Or it's like force-fed to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm so dumb. That I need, I need you to explain every little thing to me. Well, kind of, and that's, it's, it's better if you just show me. And some things right. you don't explain, and they are what they are, and that's great. Kind of, kind of sidebar here on that same topic. Um, kind of reminds me of Blade Runner. For those who, are, and I think we're gonna do Blade Runner at some point in the future, but um, oh, yeah. um, that, that movie, the, the original theatrical release of Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner from 1983 or whatever it was. Um, 
it was released in theaters and it was like a gumshoe type version. So you, you watched what was going on on screen, but they had Harrison Ford narrate everything. Oh, wow. So that's, but the reason they did that is because the, uh, the, the film company was just like, when they got the director's cut of the film, they're like, we don't know what's going on. What the hell is this all about? <laughs> so they're like, so they, they made uh, Ridley Scott go back and do have Harrison Ford narrate everything. So people knew what was going on. But the brilliance of that film is if you go back and now you can watch the director's cut because they've, they've released that now. And the brilliance of it is just like you're saying is just let it go. And yeah. just watch yeah. and immerse yourself in it, and you don't need all the exposition. Just again, that's one of the things I like about movies like this is that you know I, I like being able to go back and watch it three, four, five, a hundred times. You know what I mean? Well, right. Because it, when you, you get when, something new, almost every, every time, time, every time sure that you watch you, it, you, yeah, even now I've seen it like a million times, and I've I still see new things. That's the brilliance of yeah. that kind of because it hasn't been explained to me, right? It just, but, but and that, the modern films, I mean, it just, they feel like everything has to be force fed, you know? Right. And it's just like, well, we talk about this all the time. All you need is like, really, if you need some setup, you know, in a modern movie, just a line <laughs> usually does the trick. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't need all the backstory and, and everything just, you know, explained to us through, you know, some kind of, you know, monologue or something. It's ridiculous when you have to yeah. do that. So, yeah, I don't That's know. What, I was kind of like Luc Besson, uh, his film Valerian that just came out a few years back. I was very disappointed with it because there was oh, way too much exposition in that film. Really? And that makes me it, wonder. It would have been like a hundred times better if he just, right, just, had just it. let it go like this one. Well, it makes me wonder, though. I mean, was that him or is that the, the movie, you know, the, the movie? Yeah, but, yeah I mean, knows. the production theater. So. Well, it, it, it's becoming a very common thread amongst modern filmmaking. Uh, and it, it makes me wonder that it is. It's either uh, new generations of, of directors and writers that f feel like this has to be done or... It's actually, the, we've, the production we've, companies that are. Yeah, I don't know. I actually we've been talking a little bit about this on Discord. If you're uh, interested in joining the conversation, by the way, you can go to what the Twitter feed, and you can. Oh no, it is on BetterTime.com now. You can go oh, click go. on uh, go to BetterTime.com and go click on the Discord link and get yourself signed up. Do it now. Yeah. Anyway, on Discord, we've been talking about that a little bit, but how. I, at least in my opinion, the Gen Xers who are pretty much the ones producing the movies right now have really dropped the ball. I just yeah. I don't feel like there's anybody out there that's really making a mark. I mean, I think in the conversation that we had that there was a couple names brought up, um, the Russell brothers and and like John Favreau. Those guys are doing some good work, interesting work. Yeah. Um, but groundbreaking though, I mean, like the like the you know the guys from the eighties, seventies, and eighties, your Coppolas, your your Lucas, you know, your Spielberg. I mean, those guys were groundbreaking. I mean, they were doing things that nobody had done before, you know, and I think the best that you can say about guys like Favreau and, um, you know, the Russos or whatever is that they're taking the best elements of what came before them and translating them well. Yeah, well, and, and that's a good discussion topic maybe for a different time, but are we at a point in filmmaking, in current filmmaking, the way it stands today, are we at a point that can you really do a lot of groundbreaking stuff? That's just not out there. I think it's I. I think there is ground to be broken. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I mean, well, let's let's just call call a spade a spade. I mean, it's it's at the end of the day, these movies have to make money, 
and yeah. you know the the you know Disney and you know Warner Brothers and you know all the big ones they have a formula they think that they have to meet to be able to get the big dollars. It's all, it run, it's all run off statistics. They see, okay, yeah, right. we're going to gather all of these statistics and this is what hits. This is what doesn't hit right. typically. And this is, you got to see what happens is then you've got, well, we were talking about men in black. I mean, you know, it, it made its mark, you know, but is it time to move on maybe and do something new? Yeah, yeah. probably. Well, we're doing a lot of, of rehash. Uh, rehash. All rehash. I mean, like even we've been new, doing that for fifteen years. The the new oh, Aladdin, yeah. you know, it's like, well, it's Aladdin, yeah, right. but it's just, it's, <laughs> you know, it's not a new movie. It's just a re, a, a mm-hmm. different take on the on the existing uh, film. And yeah, I I'm tired of that. Yeah, and right. I, I've I've said before. I mean, I enjoy superhero movies, but I'm tired of them. Sure, because uh, they're really down that same road. It's like, okay, here's the next. Here's the yearly edition of the superhero right. movie, and they're sure. some of them are really great. Uh, right, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm I think I'm really just itching for really really good cheesy sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like this man. I mean, when was the last time that you saw a movie like this? I don't that know, was completely been. original. Yeah, that came from a guy's head. You know, that was a passion project. I mean, I, about the only thing I can think of would be like uh, oh, Sucker Punch. From from a few oh, yeah. years ago yeah. with that Corey hates too, but I mean that was that's another one that was a Zack Snyder that probably in my opinion probably his best work, but that was that agree. was one of, that was I one agree. of his passion projects. <laughs> you know that was one of those things where he just took a bunch of he wanted to get in there and make a movie where he just did a bunch of genre bending, you know. So it was hilarious. So you've got World War One meets zombies and uh, I mean, samurai. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, so it was it was a visual thing. It had a very simple story, uh-huh. but visually is is what he went for and and it but it was a completely original you know concept original yeah, you characters don't have, to have complex stories to make a movie you really great. don't you really don't well hell look at star wars look at a yeah. new hope yeah it was actually a pretty simple <laughs> well you know in most things in life simple is usually better it is and cooking yeah simple is usually better yeah and yeah. Uh, storytelling simple is usually better yeah almost always uh, yeah and uh, if you try to make it too complex, it's either going to be polarizing or people are just not going to get it. Yeah. Well, anymore, I think part of the problem, too, is there's too much messaging anymore, too. Right. I think people try to get their messages in there. And it's like, how about we just tell a good story? Let's stop trying to make a yeah. statement. And yeah, let's, right. let's make entertainment. <laughs> right. I mean, why? Yeah. Why are we going to the movie? I mean, to be entertained. Yeah. I don't I, I can get all that crap off of news, off of whatever on the Internet. I don't need to go to a movie and have you shove something down my throat. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think that the cheesy sci-fi they they always err on the side of either they're over-explaining things or making it too uh, watered down, or they're erring on the side of Sharknado. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. When Which I say cheesy, too far. Too far. I, when right. I say cheesy far, sci-fi, I don't mean Sharknado. There's yeah, like a fine absolutely. line in between <laughs> yeah. those two. No, there really think. is. You're right. I mean, I, you're hitting right on it. I mean, yeah. I mean, th- that's just goofball. Well, at that, I, yeah. I think there's a huge, yeah, there's a huge difference between someone who has a passion project is making a cheesy f- sci-fi versus someone who's like, I'm just going to do some crazy crap and we're going to have, you know, sharks yeah, flying around right. in a tornado. Just, yeah. Something stupid and yeah, whatever. Mm. So, like yeah. Iron Sky was pretty close. I guess to not being overly cheesy, but it was just terrible. <laughs> if you remember that with the Nazis on the moon, yeah. Oh no! Oh uh, yeah! Oh, I don't remember oh, that. Man, at all. I vaguely remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was not good. But like your Judge Dreads and and uh, oh man, I tried. Uh, what's the 
I'm just trying to think of some other ones. But like RoboCop back in the day. Yeah. Those kind of cheesy sci-fis that are... Yeah, I mean, Predator. Fifth Element's better than those, but uh, still... Terminator like, to some extent. Terminator 2, I guess. Uh, Predator. I don't know if... I guess that wasn't cheesy. Predator was kind of... Well, yeah. a, a cheesy, but I mean, well, just because of the the 80s factor, but it was... I mean... <laughs> yeah. But it was still, it was original. It was, an you know, an, an original idea that, you know, somebody put out there and, and hell, now we're made how many sequels of it? I mean... You know, I mean, it was a good idea. So, but I just, it just feels like that we don't have much of that anymore. That we don't, I mean, when was the last one? I mean, I can't think of something that has been done recently that people aren't piggybacking on. Yeah, it's either uh, a film made from a book, a film made from an existing franchise. Yeah. You know, or yeah, a film that's following the path of, you know, multiple sequels. Yeah. You don't really have a lot of, oh, here's a, here's a brand new film. That is a complete original idea. That's maybe that's a good question for listeners. I mean, the last one I can think of is like I said, Sucker Punch. I thought that was a cool, that was a cool movie. Oh, but and I'm trying to th- that I, was original. I mean, but between then and now, I mean, I don't know. Again, listeners, if you uh, if you can think of something, Machina share with us. Was, what's X, yeah. X Machina? I have I've yet book? to see that, and I want to see it so bad. But I feel like yeah. I have to be in the right headspace for it. It's yeah, it's not cheesy. It's very yeah. very serious, but it's still a really good movie. And yeah. I can't remember if it's original or I don't know if it's original. Yeah, I'll have to check in on I that guess, real quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just not so many original ideas anymore. Uh, yeah, if <laughs> if a listener knows, uh, tell us what your last uh, ori- uh, what you think your last original movie that you saw. Excuse me. Well, tell us on Discord. Love to hear it because I love to get a list going of things I need to watch. Yeah. I mean Neil Blomkamp, I think, comes pretty close. He ex, did, I don't ex think- Machina, that um, actually, yeah, this was pretty original. This is another one where Garland was eleven, twelve years old, and he had this idea. So. Oh, that makes me uh, want to yeah. see it more now. Yeah, yeah. Like Blomkamp, he did uh, District Nine and Elysium. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed, I enjoyed right. District Nine a lot. Yeah, District. I don't 9- think those are based on anything. No, they weren't. Those are pretty original. District Nine was weird though. Yeah, it, it was, was good, but it, it was, was weird. It was weird. Yeah, but it was good. Uh, what I haven't seen this one about that robot. Is it Chappie or uh, Chappie? Yeah, is that, that original or is that? It seems I, like I don't know anyone else who could write that besides Blomkamp because it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the funny thing is, I enjoy weird sometimes. A yeah. lot of times, I enjoy weird. Uh, I get in these moods. Like, I I wouldn't say I like the Triple X movies. Uh, but sometimes I want to get in into a stupid action movie, and right, I, and right. I know what I'm getting into, and that's what I want to get into, and then right. those are perfect for that. Right. So getting into some weird, crazy stuff, I like. I get like weird, to, man. Yeah. Get weird with it. But yeah, these films that are just a good balance of good original sci-fi that's well thought out. You know, that's that's pretty original. Um, you know. Not necessarily groundbreaking, but it just it hits all the right marks. You know that it's the, that your last one might have been the lobster. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. See, now oh, that's man. that's my speed. I, I I'm like way out there with some of that stuff. I know you that guys is way. Out there. <laughs> I, I, I like watching some way out there stuff. Yeah, got to be in the mood. But yes, I. I <laughs> There's this. Oh, uh, it's not a movie. Uh, it's a series. Uh, I'll bring it. It's uh, what's it called? The the rain. Stranger Things. Stranger <laughs> Things is what I'm talking about. <laughs> no one's ever heard of this before. No, yeah. uh, I think it's called The Rain, and it's it's subtitled. 
I like mm. subtitle movies. Yeah. Uh, or or anything like that. Yeah, I, Netflix has kind of become. But yeah, the is right that Netflix. Um, I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out if it's because uh, uh, Netflix has kind of become so. the default place to release original some of that stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they have a lot of original sci-fi Danish. shows and movies. I need yeah, to dig Danish into that movie. a little bit. That's something I haven't done. Yeah. They just released one called Mother. And yeah, it's Netflix. Good. Mother? Mother. Yep. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen that it's one yet. It's about a robot. It's about a robot. Oh, yes, I did see that one. Actually, yeah, that one looked kind of interesting. Yeah, um, it's kind of post-apocalyptic type of thing where they this robot mother raises a human baby. Um, and or I am mother. It's called yeah, I am, I am mother. mother. Yeah, mother's you, a you don't totally know why. different movie. That's weird. You, you don't know what's going on. Uh, there's it just there's conflict ensues later. Um, but yeah, the rain Danish movie. But that's a good little sci-fi. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Uh, do, it now. do we have anything else uh, to talk about? I mean, I feel like it, it's it, it, the fifth element. <clears throat> I think it's hard, almost a little hard to really give it an accurate. Hey, here's here's the things because it's so. I mean, technically, the the plot is pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah, it, I mean, you know, the, everybody's after these stones, and then there's a threat, and you know, they just make it just in time. And, it, it's just it's not so much about the story. I mean, the story's nice and it makes sense. It's the characters that make it's it interesting. And, it's yeah. it's the the environments. It's little the, nuances that right. Uh, I mean, the fact yeah, that we absolutely. got you got space travel and you got. I mean, it's just like you said, you're immersed in a world. You know that they don't try to explain to you. You're yeah. just there Which, and you have to figure it, it out. It lends itself to the time uh, timelessness of the this movie. I mean, I think you can watch it at any point, and because they don't really actually explain yeah. a lot too about things, you're like. I could watch this at any time. You know and, and the the, enjoy the it. thing about it too is that the special effects aren't weren't I mean, they're kind of cool for the time, but I mean they go back in and they maybe it looks a little dated, but it's still I, I don't know it still holds to the overall feel of the film. I guess yeah. I mean it's because it's it borders on that cheesy. Yeah, and yeah. and so the the special effects, even though they feel dated, it, it still feels natural and right. Yeah, you know if if that makes sense, you know. So yeah, yeah I can go back and watch it today and still enjoy it and not you know. I don't. I don't know if I could say the same thing for my for my kids, <laughs> my daughter, my daughter. I mean, we'll go. Watch, you know, we'll watch a movie that was. Uh, what was it? We were watching some old X Men movies. You know, from like two thousand. And she's oh, like, she was like, she was like, oh my gosh, these these special effects look awful. You know, she's twelve, <laughs> they do. right? And I'm just like, oh. Well, that, that's that's a product of trying to do too much with, uh, you know, that you're not supposed to be doing yet. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it's just yeah. it's just funny that the you know the newer generation. So yeah, I, I don't know if I can yeah. speak for you know if you're too young <laughs> and you go watch the film well, with Phil yeah. Fifth Element. Of course, I still love 1979 Superman. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know there's going to be people <laughs> out there who 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 are on board with us and and people who haven't seen it who will be. If you haven't seen it if yet, you, you need to. Yeah, you you'll really catch do. it on something, and you'll at least see half of it one time. <laughs> Just turn on TNT anytime during the day. <laughs> yeah, right. it'll be on there. <laughs> or TBS. Or TBS. FX. But yeah, who right. watches television anymore? Uh, uh, not some me. people do. <laughs> not yeah. many. 
Or just go out and buy it. It's probably like five bucks on Amazon. Seriously. <laughs> or it's probably, maybe it's on Worth Prime it? right now. Actually, I should look. I'm going to look real quick. Oh, we're gonna actually, give you, it might be on Netflix. We're going to give you a PSA right now. So I think it was on Netflix for a while. It was, or at least it was on Prime, one of the two. So let's see. Usually, Google, if you Google these things, they'll tell you if it's available anywhere. And right now, uh, no, it looks like you have to rent. So looks like. Oh, no. No. Oh no! It says it, it's on Netflix right now. There you go. Oh, there you, you go. go. If you add a Hurry subscription, watch it you can watch it on Netflix. It's over. Hey, yep, man, brothers and sisters. Actually, now I want to go home and watch Fulfillment. I know. I'm like, <laughs> do we need to continue? Recording? Actually, I was Let's I was hoping <laughs> to be able to squeeze it in today, and I was not you know, able to do it. But okay, here's here's something we need to add uh, going forward to this podcast. If we're going to be talking about a specific movie or a TV show or whatever it is we're going to be talking about. We need to get this TV going, and it needs to be playing while we're talking about Hello? it. Hello? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, Garrick. Screw no, you. Fine. But uh, <laughs> I'll watch it here, too. Here I go. I don't know. It, it's just, it seems like a, a great idea to me. I got it on Blu-ray upstairs. That's Although we might stop, you might start hearing silence as we're watching. and Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we're recording. I suppose That's we right. could pipe the, pipe the sound in in the background while we're talking. If right. you want, if you want great, cheesy but well done sci-fi, check out the Fifth Element. And on if you Netflix. like Bruce Willis, if you like Mila uh, J, um, hello, um, hello, who does not yeah. love Mila? And of course, she may or may not get naked. <gasps> may or may not. Yeah. If that's intriguing, I think to there's you. a little bit of booby. I'm just saying. Maybe. If you like blue aliens Maybe. getting cut open, are they cut in half? Are they cut in half? Almost, almost cut in half. But it wasn't the worst case of being cut in if half. If you like no. the I've best operatic scene in movie history, <laughs> <laughs> the and diva, of course, the diva, Gary Oldman yeah, diva. as John Baptiste, Baptiste Emmanuel, Emmanuel Zorg. Which reminds me of of one of my other favorite scenes in the movie. There's the, who are the alien guys that are, I can't remember what they're called, but they're attacking the ship um, that the, the, they're on the the pleasure cruise. Oh yeah. And the The gross looking ones. Yeah. The gross looking guys, they take over the ship. Right. And so they, they've gone into the the control room and they, they're holding the, the, um, the captain of the ship. Um, They're holding him captive. captive. Yeah. And uh, there's a scene where one of the sailor guys um, is standing outside and Bruce Willis walks up and he goes, well, how many are there? And he goes, oh, and he, he doesn't know. So he, Bruce Willis looks around the corner and then like in a split second and then pulls back. And then, uh, you know, he's, well, there's eight guys and, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then, and then um, he's like, well, you got to kill the, if you kill the, um, the main one, then all the rest of them don't know what to do. So he just walks around the corner and just shoots the guy in the head. <laughs> and all the rest of them are like, oh, uh, oh. Uh. He's like, we're, we're sending someone in to negotiate. <laughs> right? Yes. yes. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It is so good. <laughs> you have to watch. You have Yes, watch. you have to watch, and you have to continue to watch us or listen. Uh, or and both. You, or both. You can find us on Discord at Discord. Join the discussion if you go to betterkind.com yeah. and click on the link, Thank right? Thank you, yes. Uh, we're still on we're st- Twitter. We're still on Twitter. We haven't been doing much with Twitter lately because we're Discord, on Discord. <laughs> Discord's been fun, so that's kind of where and, we're hanging right now. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, Facebook. Is still there? Yeah, not doing much there either. I'm telling you, just go to Discord. 
because that's where all the love is. Well, we're looking to get the videos back up too. So, so YouTube yeah. is going to be. YouTube will go on. We'll Start get them posted there. to Facebook are we, are again. We, did so. we lose a recording? A little bit, but I haven't heard anything lately. So hopefully we didn't lose yeah. too much. So we'll find out. <laughs> I could probably make it work. Well, you'll just have to be able to you know, split, uh, split in the. Uh, I can fix some, it. Some, uh, I can things. fix it. He can You're see. He can post. fix videos like I can fix audio. I'm just fix saying. It in post. There fix we go. it in post. There we go. Uh, and speaking of fix it in post, uh, I am the guy here behind the mic, uh, Stephen J. Howie, and there's Mike. I'm gonna have some tequila. Over there's Garrick. That's the best show I ever did. And Fifth Element. We are Corey um, is somewhere. Uh, he's dead. He's got the case of the deads. The deads. He got, uh, so hopefully he recovers from that. He got um, better. <laughs> got better. Until next week, my friends. Sense. Jelly. See, when I say it, it does work. But only when Corey's not here. <laughs> jelly, jelly. <laughs>